Welcome to the No Wasted Days podcast. I'm Blaine Marion. And I'm Courtney Marion. And on this podcast, we dive deep into the unconventional ways we got sober. And how we continue to stay sober. Welcome to episode 30 of the No Wasted Days podcast. I'm your co-host, Blaine Marion. And I'm Courtney Marion. Today is a big episode. It's called Hope. So, Courtney, what does the word hope mean to you? Hope? Ooh, it's loaded. Um, To me, the word hope is just... Having something to work forward to, to hit your goals in the future. Having goals, having a reason. That's what hope is to me. What is hope to you? Yeah, hope to me is, yeah, hope is uh, all about the future. And just like you say, having hope that uh, if you're struggling with addiction, hope you can get sober, whatever your goals are, hope that you can accomplish them and just uh, being hopeful. And knowing that your goals are within reach. Knowing that you're still going to have to fucking work for it. Yeah. But knowing that you will achieve them. You just got to keep. Doing the fight and the good fight. Yeah, so when we first started getting sober and uh, and all that, did you have a lot of hope that you're gonna that you're gonna do it? To get sober? Yeah. Uh no. No, me neither. <laughs> I ha- okay, but I did have like so I did do sober it was supposed to be sober October, but I did sober yeah. September once. I yep. think I've talked about that briefly. And that was when I cr- I almost cried in Montana's because I wanted a fucking Moscow mule. Yeah. Yeah, so that wasn't a real hopeful time, I can tell you that. Um, I did make it the month, but like after that, it was just fucking, no, I was like, I barely made it through. I barely made that month fucking sober. I didn't have much hope in that area. (laughs) Yeah. I didn't have much hope either. I was, I didn't have much hope in life in general. I was just, you know, stuck in addiction in this shitty life and treating myself like shit and going through the motions, but not actually thriving as a human being. Yeah. I definitely didn't have hope to get sober. I thought it was impossible. I really did. I thought this life that we live now was never going to happen. And now look at us just under a thousand days later and we're fucking killing it. Well, and not only that, like I almost had like disdain. I almost had like anger towards people that lived this fucking kind of good life, healthy yeah. life, sober life, fucking not plagued by addiction, not fucking, you know, not forced to fucking just keep panning on when you had very little hope. Yeah. I know in early sobriety, I thought that, like, once I started feeling better, like, a month in or whatever, I thought that now, even, like, years into it, I thought I would still, like, want to drink or something. I just, I don't know. It was weird. Because, like, when you're only 30 days in, like, it's kind of always on your mind or whatever. So, I just thought it would be even two years, three years later, it would be still really hard to be sober. But it's not. It's amazing. It's the best life. It's so easy. It just... It, it comes just, natural now. Like it's all like, it's so easy to live this uh, sober lifestyle. Well, in 30 days in fuck for me, 30 days in was, I was a ticking time bomb. Yeah. If like anything would have fucking rocked the boat a little bit, I can guarantee you it fucking probably would have ended that 30 day streak real quick. Yeah. I remember in, uh, when we were in active addiction, I had like a bad tooth <laughs> and I was like, man, why even go to the dentist and fix it? Like, what does it matter? Like, who gives a fuck? Like, I probably, like, probably won't even be around to have nice teeth anyway when I get old. Like, that's just how bad, like, addiction is. It's just, like, fucking crazy. Like, how stupid to think. Well, and now, I guess now, when you see people that are, like, fucking methed out on the street and are, like, yeah. looking like hammered shit, like, they probably feel the same way. That's probably why they're fucking... Yeah, because they, they don't see themselves in the future because they're just so strung up in their addiction that they're just like, ah, fuck it, who cares? Right. Why waste money and time going to the dentist when I can just get hammered? 
It's fucked though. And it's, and it's, it's a dark way to think, right? Like it really is a fucking, it is a dark, dark place. And it's a, and it's that kind of mindset that allows you to thrive in your fucking deep depression hole and your deep addiction hole. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. Because addiction is a fucking monster, man. Like a lot of people be like, oh, you know, it's your own fucking choosing. And I mean, you do have control over your own life, Mm -hmm. but it is not fucking easy to get out of it. And it doesn't take long for it to spiral. Yeah. That's the craziest thing. Like, addiction is it's like two folds like yes there's free will like you chose to do drugs or chose to drink alcohol or whatever your vice was or is but there is a point where it's like no like the drugs take over and they are controlling your life they're influencing all your decision making they're influencing everything you do they're setting the tone it's, for how you live your life yeah and it's like these substances are insanely hard to get off of like thank god we weren't on opiates like that shit makes you actually physically sick like, well there was a few the first like 60 days of like not drinking alcohol even like obviously it was an opiate yeah. but like the sugar fucking addictions and like my guts were fucked like they still mm-hmm. had their own and like just yeah. that fucking even that feeling of having to build your like your like dopamine naturally. Yeah. That was hard. That man. was very hard. That was very hard to get like that fucking what did they say? So the opposite of a trigger is a glimmer. Mm-hmm. I feel like I didn't have many fucking glimmers for ninety to fucking hundred and twenty days into addiction. It was Yeah. Until that turning point when you start to actually feel good and you start to fucking be like, wow, like, this is really nice. Like, I'm rested. I'm fucking thriving. Like, I'm, you know. But up until it hits that point, like, it's it's hard to fucking to get that back. Mm-hmm. It is. It's such a crazy thing when you're living in addiction. Nothing gives you that dopamine except for the drugs and alcohol. So you are, like, nothing will make you happy. Nothing except for that until eventually your body figures out how to make its own again but it like yeah it takes quite a while i'd say probably close to 90 days and depending what else you have brewing in your body too right like so i know like i mentioned it before fucking alcohol and living a fast shitty life throws off your fucking thyroid it throws off your hormone levels you produce way too much cortisol like your body is just going from one fucking extreme to another and you have to take into consideration too like the addiction of even just like the sugars and shit that is in alcohol yeah like that's probably why the first, especially the first like couple months, like I could fucking just carve me, carve me a piece of cake and eat the whole fucking cake and leave the sliver free, man. Like I could <laughs> yeah. not get enough sugar. Yeah, me too. It was yeah, like Skittles and shit, and like oh, uh, candy and fucking Starbucks coffee. That wasn't even coffee. It was just like probably yeah, liquid sugar cocaine, water. sugar water, <laughs> yeah. yeah, sugar water with fucking an eight dollar uh, price tag on it. Yeah. So when we were in active addiction, now obviously we have a lot of hope for the future. I have tons of plans and tons of, uh, things on the go. What, uh, what, uh, what do you have in the future plans for your, um, your exercise goals and stuff like that? Um, so, and again, I haven't weighed myself in a while. I have a hard, I have a, I have a shitty relationship with scale. I know a lot of people do. My exercise goals are, I want to, I want to start fucking, I, we started, we're entered in a 10 K. I want to start fucking running. I want to start, I want to start getting out of my comfort zone because I'm comfortable with, you know, fucking body workouts. And I like to lift now and I like to fucking do my cardio, but I want to try. Yeah. I want to get into fucking running and I want to get into 
just challenging myself to take myself to that next level. And again, it's like getting out of that comfort zone because I'm comfortable where I'm at, mm-hmm. which is awesome. I mean, it was great to get there, but now like my results are slowing down and shit. Like I want to get to that next level. Yeah. Yeah. Like we have a 10 K run coming up in near the end of September. And then like next year I plan on trying to run a marathon as crazy as that sounds. I'm going to try to run it. I'm going to do it. And I know I'll be able to, I never in a million years thought I could before, but now I'm like, no, I can do it. Just train. Like, we'll be able to. We were literally the people that if somebody had said that to us, like, oh, you should fucking consider, like, we would laugh at them and be like, yeah. oh, I can't even run, like, 20 seconds. I'm so fucking, like, uh. And now when people say shit like that, I'm just like, you can do it. Everybody can run. Get fucking going. All you need is a pair of shoes. All you need is a is pair it? of shoes and a fucking heartbeat. Get fucking going. If we can do it, you can fucking do it. Yeah. And I actually just seen a thing that uh, a lot of people that struggled with addiction and trauma and that kind of stuff, that um, long distance running is like something that they really get addicted to because it's like, man, look what I've overcome. I did it. I fucking beat addiction, not beat, but I got out of a shitty addict lifestyle. And now look, bam, I just ran a marathon and, I just, I listened to an audiobook on this guy that was an alcoholic and he does those ultra marathons, hundred miles, like insane stuff that people can pretty much die from doing. Like, and he was bit, like obese too at one point. Yeah. He was, he was a, he big, was a guy, big guy. Yeah. yeah. And I just, I love seeing all these stories. We just watched one the other night. That guy was over 400 pounds and he ran a fucking marathon. Yeah. After losing a shit ton of weight. And, and I'm he like, looks so yeah, good. Buddy. He lost like what? A hundred and some pounds. I don't know. But, like, I don't know. He lost a shitload, and he looked so good. He was, like, fucking running this marathon. He was, like, crying at the end. Like, yeah. fucking good on you, buddy. I can't wait to do our first race. I'm so excited. I'm really excited, too. And I'm so excited just for the experience to be like, yeah, I fucking, I fucking ran, bro. Like, I fucking, I got yeah. my number that says whatever. Yeah. I told Blaine, I was like, if you finish before me, fucking, you have to wait at the finish line and spray me down with red Gatorade. <laughs> yeah. Like, that'll be so fucking cool. I'm like, yeah, what a cool accomplishment. Mm-hmm. We got some friends that did the Emperor's Challenge here this summer, and like I'm signing up for that next year. It's a half marathon in the mountains. Like, oh man, I can't wait to try doing that. That's gonna be fucking sick. That's gonna be hard, but it's gonna be good. <clears throat> yeah, it'll be intense. And like me and you climbed a mountain, right? Like, and that's a fucking crazy ass mountain. We plan on doing it again. Insane. Oh, I know. It's good though, and like it's these things that like fucking challenge you and push you. That, but yeah. it's just like anything else. Was getting sober easy? No. Yeah. Did I want to put in the fucking work initially when I first got going? Mm-hmm. Not real. Like I did, but I didn't. There's always that fucking the lack of hope chilling in the back of your head. Yeah. But I mean, that's crazy. This is fucking. These are the things that I have hope for. I have hope for you know being a fucking. I want to be a fucking runner. I want to be a fucking healthy person. I, I yeah. mean, I feel I'm healthy, but I want to be fucking, I want to be fucking set, man. Yeah. That's the thing with me too, is I have so much hope for my health in the future because I, we are doing the work now, finally in our thirties to like get healthy and lose a shit ton of weight and just, it makes everything in life easier. And I have so much hope because I know I'm in this lifestyle now and I'm never getting out of it. I feel so good. Well, and like we, you know, we've touched based briefly on it before like we want to have kids we're trying to have kids yeah. i want to be as healthy as possible because then i'm going to have a fucking easier pregnancy mm-hmm. then i'm going to be healthier the baby's going to be healthier i'm not going to be a fucking you know a lot of and it doesn't not just bigger women in general but fucking women end up on bed rest for six months out of their whole entire pregnancy and like i don't want or you know they've got fucking preeclampsia or they got diabetes like and those are all possibilities regardless but like mm-hmm. i want to give myself the best shot to fucking 
have the healthiest pregnancy I can have. And I also want to be able to fucking bounce back because I want to be snatched after I (laughs) give you a fucking super adorable little child. Yeah. So when we were still in active addiction, we still, we wanted kids back then too. And we've been trying for a long time and all that kind of stuff. Did you, when we were still in addiction, did you have hope that we were going to have kids back then? No. (laughs) Yeah. No. Well, and it wasn't even like a lot. I was hopeful, but it just wasn't happening. So I was like, fuck. And then because we're in our addiction lifestyle, we didn't do anything about it. Yeah. Well, and that's just it. But then I like, I like looking back now too, I feel like I hate to say this, but it's probably a good thing. It didn't happen because they would have that kid would have had a similar upbringing to what I had, which was nothing to fucking write home about. Let's, let's, let's just put her out there right now. Um, and I don't get me wrong. My parents did the best they could fighting their own fucking demons, you know, Mm -hmm. long story short, but like, I almost, I didn't, I wanted kids, but I was also scared because I'm like, fuck, like I'm going to do this alone. You know, like Blaine's fucking, we're both fucking alcoholics, but if I'm going to have a kid, I don't have a fucking choice here. Yeah. Like I need to fucking sober up. I need to get my fucking shit together. And I'm like, is Blaine just going to be like resentful and fucking like pissy and not get his shit together? And then I'm going to be fucked. I'll be a fucking single mom. And then what's going to happen if I'm a single mom? I'm probably going to be back on the piss again. Yeah. Right. But now I'm going to have a fucking kid that's like getting the same shitty fucking life that I was once subjected to. I remember in active addiction, I wanted kids for all the wrong reasons. I wanted one to get sober, as weird as that sounds, because I was like, okay, like, I, I can't get sober myself, but, you know, once I'm a dad and have a kid, like, I kind of, I have to be. Tell it to fucking all of Fort St. John about 15 kids. I know, that's what I was just going to say. Like, just having a kid is going to make you sober. Like, yeah. if that's your plan, it's, <laughs> no, that's not how it fucking works. Nope, no, I'm not fucking going to happen. There's but fucking- it's, it's crazy now because we're in such a good spot. You know, we bought our house out in Hudson Hope, and we have the little farm life going on, and, like, kids do what they see their parents do, so when we do have a kid, like, and they see us, like, working out all the time, they're Eating gonna, good. You know, give them some little baby dumbbells. Come on, little fucker. Chasing fucking, <laughs> right? Like, chasing fucking chickens. I'm yeah. gonna get a, I want to get an old fucking nag horse for our backyard. Like, yeah. I have so many. I have so many fucking plans, and that's, I mean, you know, it's much as you can help to fuck you can't predict the future but you can help shape it and mold it mm-hmm. like i feel like if when we have a kid now like our kids gonna have such a fucking cool life and i yeah. really hope that living here and living this lifestyle puts them on the right path to have an amazing life so they yeah. don't have to go through the fucking struggles that we went through they don't have to fucking feel the way that i fucking felt and they don't have to turn to fucking bullshit booze and drugs to get mm-hmm. whatever the fuck feeling it is that i was clearly chasing not fucking getting yeah they're not sneaking out and getting loaded when they're 16 17 years old and, yeah oh fuck that's generous i was like 14 <laughs> grow up peter pan yeah but uh no like and i have so much like yeah that's a big part of a fitness and shit for me is because i want to fucking i want to have kids i want to be healthy while i'm pregnant i want to bounce back after i've had kids because we're already kind of old, mm-hmm. so, like, I want to be able to fucking chase these little bastards around. I yeah. want the full experience. I want the fucking pictures in front of the stupid, like, with their thing that's like, I am four years old, and I like potatoes, and when I grow up, I'm going to be a fucking marshmallow, or whatever the hell you do. Like, I want the fucking full experience. I want the full package. Yeah, me too. And I want to be around for all that shit. I want my fucking watch my kid get married. I want to watch them have their own fucking set off and yeah. make their own fucking life, right? Yeah, exactly. I want to, like give our kid a step up and like make it so they didn't have to experience the shit we did when in our twenties. 
right? basically wasted a decade just being drunk. So. Oh, it was more than a fucking decade, my friend. Yeah, it was more than that. It was more than a decade. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm like, and that's Blaine and I and a friend of ours actually were talking about this recently. Like, I want to be honest with my kids. Be like, you know what? Yeah. Mom and dad were fucking addicts. And I'm not telling you this to scare you or be like, oh, you'll never drink, right? You'll never do drugs. I just want you to know that you come from people that were, are very subjective to addiction. Mm-hmm. And I know you're going to be a fucking kid. I know you're going to do shit that pisses me off. I know you're yeah. going to fucking do the same, some of the same stupid shit I did. Yeah. But like, I also want you to know, like, you need to fucking know what you're dealing with here. Because if I would have had a little bit more heads up, if I was able to comprehend, my life could have taken a little bit better path earlier in life. Yeah. That's all I'm fucking saying. One of the cool things, they won't be able to steal steal any of uh, dad's beer because dad don't drink beer. They got to steal from the fridge. Or when you, yeah, when you take the fucking, with the, like, vodka and shit, when you, like, pour it in water, <laughs> yeah. and eventually they'd be like, hey, this thing of vodka that's been in the freezer for, actually, that that's a lie. That never happened in my life. Liquor never stayed long in my household growing up, <laughs> but I can imagine some people had that when all of a sudden it was like, here, I have this bottle of vodka that's oh, yeah. fucking rock solid. I remember going into my dad's old liquor cabinet above the fridge, having a little shot of Tangler Ridge. <laughs> a couple shots of whiskey. Yeah. No, booze never stayed stuck around long enough in our house to God, Dad won't notice. He's had quite a few tonight. Woo! One for me. Oh, I think I stole my dad's beer <laughs> once. Yeah. He was pissed. I'm lucky I didn't get my fucking. <laughs> lucky I didn't get my socks rocked. But uh, yeah. No, like that's that is my hope for the future. My hope is to keep fucking hatching my chickens so my ladies are giving me a million fucking eggs. Mm-hmm. I want to get my garden bigger and better and beautiful every year. Yeah. I want to fucking. You know, I want to get work on my fitness. Still, I want to, mm-hmm. I want to grow. I want to thrive, and I want to, I want to do the, I want to do the cool shit. I want to fucking live barefoot and humble. It sounds yeah. like a great time to me. I know. I just every every year, I just want to keep improving our farm life. Like this year, we have all the planters and macaroni's cool garden that we've been eating stuff out of the whole summer. And we made our garden twice as big as last year. Yeah. I just want to improve it every year and get more and more. More chickens? Oh. We have about 35 more chickens than we did last year, too. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Butcher more, maybe. Yeah, I guess. But I do. I have tons of hope for the future. I truly believe that we're going to be able to do this and have a kid. Like, we're going through our... uh, fertility doctor I mean working on ourselves so much and like it's insane the improvements we've made just in like a year just from the year living here well and really dialing it in right and fucking realizing you know to get like anything else to get to here you got to do this 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 and that Mm -hmm. but what I've really like something that I didn't always do because I mean we've been at this we started seeing a fertility doctor and I was like what 30 yeah, it's been a few years. And I was, and that was like just getting sober was not in the best place to even be fucking, but was finally like, hey, like I'm getting old. If I want to do yeah. this, I want to get on it. Anyway, um, like now putting in the fucking changes and making, knowing that they're paying off and seeing the improvements and shit, like mm-hmm. this is where it's like, hey, like this is going to come together. I'm yeah. hopeful because I know this is going to fucking come together. Also, I play with a tarot deck a lot. I know it's going to fucking come together. <laughs> yeah. I know shit is fucking panning out the way it's supposed to. But now I have a newfound appreciation for the process. Mm-hmm. As before, I was just like, fucking go, go, go. I want this now. I want this now. I want this now. Now I'm like, listen, homegirl, it's taking some time because when it does fucking pan out, it's going to be all the more better for it. Yeah. And I, I just, see. yeah, sorry, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. I just feel like there's going to be such a better appreciation for this whole process. And don't fucking kid yourself. It has been a process. Mentally, physically, this shit is a fucking process and it takes a toll. Mm-hmm. But, like, when we get to where we're going to fucking be, I'm just going to be, like, I feel like I'm going to be, like, such a better parent. Yeah. Because I had to fucking fight 
to be a parent. Yeah. It's not like there are irresponsible parents that had babies when they were fucking 16. <laughs> yeah, like, true. not to put anybody on the spot, but you know who you are, mom and dad, <laughs> on yeah. both sides. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, I, I feel like it's just gonna, when it comes together, it's gonna be fucking gold. And also, too, like, there's so many things you can do yourself that I've been doing that nobody, no one's told me to do any of this shit. No one's told me to take all these supplements. No one's told me to do all these workouts and running and exercise. Like, cold lap, it's all kind of common sense, like, if you, if you think about it. And, like, you just got to do your own research and just put in the work to make shit happen, whatever it is in life that you're trying to accomplish. Well, and like prime example of that. So we're two and a half, almost three years into our fertility shit. The doctor has just recently started to ask what supplements Blade is on. Yeah. She has never recommended anything. No. She's never fucking anything to that other than medicine that she can provide, like that she can fucking issue you, right? That is big yeah. pharma. So that's very interesting, isn't it? It is very weird. It's, yeah. Unless you're, I don't know. I almost want to like get in touch with like a natural path or something to see if like they can give me some more insight on some of the stuff I'm taking. But yeah, I don't know. Well, we have a, we have an appointment coming up soon. So we'll fucking, we'll yeah. go down that, we'll go down that ledge a little sooner, closer to the date. Yeah. But yeah, like we've been doing this stuff for like quite a few years. And every time I do like a semen analysis test, like my numbers <laughs> are getting better and better. Like it's crazy. And they I, started off very low. Yeah, they started off very low. Like, what the fuck's going on there, Blaine? <laughs> yeah, it's just like, what the fuck? What do you mean? Because, yeah, it's like, when we first started this shit, I just assumed it was me. It's always the woman. It's yeah. always fucking the female. It's always there. And then it was, yeah, after the fucking around and dig, dig, dig. And it was like, oh, it's not me. So then we had a little bit of hope. But then it was also like, oh, fuck. So if it's not. Well, I mean, it's not that it's not me. I've got my own yeah. fucking shit, too. But it was like, oh, it's actually in, like, it's in this direction now. And it's like, holy fuck. Like, mm -hmm. what a roller coaster. Yeah, and it's just crazy that, I don't know, just by doing, taking supplements and getting exercise that you're, I don't know, and eating good, I guess. You're healing. Yeah, I guess, yeah. Your body is healing. It's fucking, and like being off booze and drugs and shit, yeah. your fucking nervous system is probably getting, it's getting the fucking support it needs to relax and to let our bodies do what they need to fucking do. I often wonder that too, if like the alcohol and drugs like played a part in like a low sperm count? I don't know. Maybe. I think it was a secondary infertility. I don't know. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm sure. Well. It couldn't help. Toxins <laughs> and shit and garbage we put in yeah. our Well, I mean, not that drugs and fucking alcohol yeah. are just the best thing to put in your body. But, like, the garbage from the fucking groceries we're eating and the air we're breathing. Yeah. You work in the oil and gas fucking industry. You're dealing with chemicals and shit all the time. Like, it's mm -hmm. probably coming. The air quality, for fuck's sakes. Yeah. It's like air quality around here is like a pack of fucking Katie Classic with all these fucking <laughs> fires everywhere. Yeah. Um, all that shit fucking it plays a part. It all adds up and it's, you know, it's not uh it's not a I don't think it's a one thing that's just like, okay, this is where you're at. It's it just like it's mm -hmm. not one thing that's fixing this and making things. Yeah, it's flow. crazy to think that like out of all the stuff we do, I don't think there's any one thing that's the most important. But we do a hundred little things that, in the end, just add up to one huge lifestyle change. Consistency. Yeah, being consistent is a huge one, yeah. And it's not fucking, and it's progress over perfection. It is not fucking, every day isn't fucking sunshine and rainbows. Blaine's got to go to camp. He's got to eat shitty camp food. Yeah. Unless he brings 17 barrels of fucking peas which, with what? him or beans with him. I which, am. Which he is this time around, <laughs> but like. 
And like, you know, every day is not perfect. Like I said, I've said before, I have a fucking, the lady at the Chetwin Farmer's Market has my name down for a reoccurring order of Nanaimo squares. Yeah. Nanaimo bars every fucking week. Like, you know, it's progress. It's not perfection, but it's the little shit that's adding up. And it's little shit that gives me hope for a better future. Yeah. Because I can see the fucking, the work being done and I can see the effects and I know that it's going to keep getting better if I keep with it. Yeah, me too. I just know that um, we are on such a good path. I know we are because I feel so good and I just want to continue doing it and doing more and more crazy shit. And I'm so excited for the future. I know it's going to be crazy. Oh, it's going to be so good. And we're going to be, honestly, I think we'll be better for having gone through the fucking trenches. Mm-hmm. We'll be better for having seen the fucking low of the low because yeah. now we can appreciate like, holy fuck, we got a pretty damn good. Knock yeah. on wood. I ain't putting, you know what I mean? Like we got a pretty fucking, we've come leaps and bounds and life is a lot better than it used to be. Yeah, we have, yeah. And I almost, I'm, I, I'm at the point now in our sobriety journey that, and we are kind of already doing it with the podcast and stuff, but, like, I want to help other people. And I don't really know how to because you can't just, like, go up to someone who's deep in addiction and be like, Hey, you're a fucking addict. Can I help? <laughs> yeah, like, hey, I'm playing and I'm fucking sober and I know everything because, like, I'd be like, fuck you. Leave me the fuck alone. Absolutely. But it's, like, I don't know. I don't know how I'm going to do it yet, but I do. I want to reach out and like start helping other people more just, I don't know, one-on-one or whatever the fuck and just kind of just show people like, man, this life is so much better. Like, I don't know. I don't know how you convince an addict to like not be an addict. Cause I, nobody, well, nobody would have convinced me. You couldn't have convinced us. You have to no. come, you have to fucking, it has to be on your own timing. Yeah. Like that. And that's the hard thing. Right. And like some people do really want to change and they put in the fucking effort, but if, it's got to be your own time. Like you said, if you won't change for your kids, mm-hmm. oh, I'm going to get sober for my kids. Bullshit. Yeah. They just make you drink more and I'd be stuck fucking dealing with the aftermath. I know you're bullshit. <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, you Probably would have gotten divorced. We, no, we never would have gotten married. Yeah, we wouldn't even been married. We never would have fucking married. Because it took, <laughs> yeah, that's another fun thing that addiction does. We were engaged 15 fucking years. Yeah. Yeah. I had a friend ask me, she's like, I don't know how the fuck you stayed that long and never got married. <laughs> I was like, oh, because I was fucked up and drunk the whole entire, not the whole entire time, but a large portion of the time and yeah. shit like getting married, starting a family, taking care of your, your health, takes a back burner to getting fucked up. Yeah, true. But yeah. Anyway, long story fucking short, there's lots of hope for the future. The future is looking amazing. And honestly, I'm just fucking trusting in the universe. I'm just, I'm putting out the feelers and I'm seeing what she gives us back. Yeah. I just think that if you if you put in hard work, you will get rewarded. And we put in a shit ton of hard work in every aspect of our life. Yeah. Basically. We, and I mean, it's coming together. It is. It is, yeah. Everything just keeps lining up and working out. And yeah, it's very cool to see. Once as you put in all this work and you start seeing like rewards from it, you're like, damn, I don't want to stop. I want to keep going. Absolutely. And also, I just want to give out a shout out to all those people that get pregnant super easy. They're like, eh, fuck you. No, I'm just kidding. That's not very nice. That's but not like, very nice. But also, don't take your kids for granted, though. Yeah, you don't know? take them for granted. Don't take your yeah. kids for granted. Don't take that shit for granted because it's not easy. Yeah. Be nice to them, but don't spoil them because there's lots of brats. <laughs> anyway, having kids must be hard, but yeah. Oh, it's got to be the hardest thing in the world. It's going to be so fucking hard. But yeah, just, just don't fucking take them for granted, right? There's lots of people in this world that love to have them. Yeah. Anyways, guys, that was episode 30, big milestone episode for us. We're still going to be popping these out every week, so keep tuning in every Friday for new episodes. Peace.